imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back this is your host kk i would like to welcome back dr vasi salim he was one of our launch partners if you did not get a chance to listen to our eighth mini launch episode i would definitely recommend you to go back and listen to his mini launch episode he had golden nuggets to share with us let me introduce you to dr vasi first he is a physician turned entrepreneur business coach and a speaker and now he is head trainer for tony robbins and dean gracioso dr vasi welcome to be bonfire entrepreneurs once again thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here it's totally totally my pleasure i enjoy talking to you always <laughs> thank you me too so dr vasi we did speak about i mean briefly about you how you became entrepreneur please talk to us or tell our listeners more about you being a doctor buying this course and then changing lanes <laughs> yeah. changing industry <laughs> yeah changing my entire life really yeah. so so growing up i had a lot of physicians and a lot of doctors in my extended family and so it was just something that i thought i would do it's something my parents thought i would do i was born and raised in texas but i have south asian parents and so it's a it's a big thing for most south asian to grow up to either be a physician or some sort of professional and i really thought that it would bring me fulfillment and it would be lucrative and it still can be for a lot of people but what i realized was when i got into medical school i was more interested in human psychology and human behavior and helping people manage their mind and emotions and i was really curious about why people got certain results in their life why they behave the way they did and i realized that my interest was more in that than just than just physical medicine and so initially i was too afraid to tell anyone and i was really perplexed of what to do because i had spent my whole life with you know this one path that i thought was carved out for me so i graduated from medical school i became a doctor and when i had one final step left to actually choose the specialty and start my further training that's when i really you know i think it was a moment of god really that you know i was looking for answers i was looking for something else and that's when i saw a man by the name of tony robbins appear on my computer screen i had never heard of him before and i remember watching this video and it said something like above it it said something like make a living doing what you love and i thought well that's ridiculous like no one does that <laughs> you know everyone has to go to school get a job and then absolutely. maybe you'll love a little bit oh, right maybe you'll love what you do a little bit but no one really loves what they do all the time yeah. so but it interested me so much i had to click on it and literally 2 minutes into the video i was mind blown and after the full hour i was just thinking this is what i have to do this is my calling So Tony Robbins for those I'm sure every all of your listeners know but the world's biggest life coach life strategist and 
I knew that I wanted to help people the same way. I wanted to help them get results by using the power of their mind. And so that's when the journey of coaching and this whole new world of entrepreneurship really began for me. Because another thing I learned from this whole world that I was exposed to was that I could be an entrepreneur, that I could actually make my own living doing what I wanted to do. I could be my own business and I could be an entrepreneur. And so that for me was fascinating too, because my whole life, I thought I had to just go down a traditional education path. And so, you know, I went back and forth for a few years. I kind of had one foot in my medical career and one foot in this passion of mine for coaching and entrepreneurship. But when I finally decided to go all in, I said, enough is enough. I need to pick one and go forward. I decided to take my foot out of the traditional path and put both feet in to what I really wanted to do more, which was coaching and entrepreneurship. And that's when things just really took off for me. You know, I felt like I had been believing in my success for a long time. I'd been doing lots of exercises mentally, preparing myself and educating myself through podcasts, YouTube videos, courses, coaches. And when it came for me to finally go all in, my business was able to take off and I was able to start making more money than I ever have, which is absolutely amazing. And more importantly, I was able to impact people the way I wanted to impact them, the way I wanted to help them. And then through those opportunities, I actually won an award, a success story award by the company started by Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. And Dean Graziosi flew me over to his house to be interviewed by him. And wow. that was a life-changing yeah, <laughs> that was a life-changing moment for me. And then shortly after that, out of 650 applicants who applied to represent them, I got selected as one of their speakers and head trainers to awesome. represent them on stages and workshops around the world. And so I'm still, you know, shaking myself and asking myself, did this really happen? Is this really my yes. life? Yes, <laughs> we all saw it. <laughs> <laughs> because it all happened so fast, but I just feel so humbled and grateful for all the opportunities that I've been given. And for all the opportunities, I really say that I've created with my God-given brain. And that's what I really want to inspire everyone to think about is that if I can do it, you can do it too, whatever goal you have. If I can make the switch that I made and go after what I really wanted, anyone. Amazing, Dr. Vasi. I really like the point where you said you had two foots, right? One being a physician, mm -hmm. the other. And then you decided to switch, you know, not being in two boats. How did you do it? How easy was it? And what really made you switch, jump on one boat? Yeah, so it was actually, I think, the biggest struggle of my life. If I'm going to be vulnerable and honest here, it was very difficult because I felt like I had created an identity my whole life of being the doctor, of being the medical student. And so, you know, I felt like if I was going to switch, one, there was uncertainty. There's always uncertainty in entrepreneurship. And I knew that it would really upset my family and my wife and my in-laws. And, you know, for, for a long time, everyone thought I was crazy. And it's such a hard journey to go on because you really have to believe in yourself so much because the people who love and care about you, they're just going to be scared for you, right? So they don't want to hold you back from pursuing your dreams. But if they can't see your vision the way you can see it, out of their love, they're going to tell you to pick a more realistic path yeah. or, you know, protect do something. You. Kind of yeah, protect, protect you. you, you know, <laughs> make sure you get a real career, make sure you get a real job, do something reliable, you know, and, and they say that out of love. So I totally understand that. But it was really tough for me because it put me into a lot of confusion and right. I was putting myself into a lot of confusion as well. And I think going back, like I said, for a few years, it wasn't an overnight decision I made, but a few years when I had one foot in one place, one foot in the other, I kind of just got fed up one day and I said, enough is enough. It was right before my birthday in May in 2019. 
And I said, this is it. Like, I've, I need to make a decision once and for all to go all in on what I really want to do. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to just see what happens, you know? And I think me having that mindset, me finally making the decision is what really helped. And that's around the same time that there was a program that Tony and Dean released as well. So I felt like it was divine intervention mm. where everything was kind of, you know, coming together for me. But I think it's important for listeners to understand is that, you know, it's okay for you to be confused and it's okay for you to not know what you want to do, but make sure you don't stay in confusion land. That's what I call it. Confusion land too long because all that's going to do is cost you your dreams. And more importantly, it's going to keep you away from helping people the way you really want to help them. So it's better to make a decision, stick to it and give it your hundred percent and try your best and see what happens than to never know at all what it could have been. Right. And I think it's, it also takes a lot of courage to do it, right? Like you said, you have to believe in yourself. So people fail there. A, there is a fear of failure. And B, there is a fear of, you know, like disbelief kind of thing. Am I right? Yes, totally. And so that was something that I experienced as well, because, you know, it's not like from day one, I just believed in myself 100%. So now even when I teach my students and my programs, I teach them, you know, you have to start believing at least 1%. Just one percent. If you can start believing in something, then practice believing it every single day. Then the one percent will change to five, ten. Before you know it, it'll be a hundred, and then you'll actually be able to take that action. But belief is where it all begins. And I think at the beginning, you know, you have to really force yourself to, to create those beliefs that are going to serve you. So I talk a lot about impossible goals and you know impossible beliefs, and that stems from a place of. You know, me even thinking that I could be an entrepreneur at one point seemed impossible, but I chose to believe it anyway, because I had role models like Tony Robbins and others who also at one point thought it was impossible for them. But if they yeah. could achieve it, I knew that they're humans just like I am. I could do it too. And so I continued to believe. And the thing is, is when you write down your beliefs every day, when you think about them constantly, it is very uncomfortable in the beginning, but the more and more you do it, it becomes more comfortable. It becomes more of your identity. And then you start to see your identity shift. And, you know, now I can't recognize who I am compared to who I was even a year ago. <laughs> you know, at, at my core, I'll still be the same person. And I think that's the beautiful part of this evolution we go through as humans is at our core, we'll always still be the same amazing yeah. person. But I think we all have layers of ourselves that we have to peel off as we evolve. And that includes peeling off limiting beliefs. That includes peeling off, you know, maybe parts of our past that didn't work for us the way we wanted to because the future is our property. We can make our future anything we want. We can believe anything we want. So if you can believe anything you want, why not believe the best thing? Because it may just take you towards achieving your goal. That's amazing. You know, that reminds me of something. My mom says there was somebody who was saying, you know, imagine eating peanuts or, you know, some nuts. So my mom said, if you really have to imagine, why not imagine eating almonds? Why peanuts? Yes. You know? Imagine eating the expensive <laughs> stuff. So that's what you're saying, right? Imagine the best. If you really have to use your imagination, why imagine fear? Imagine success. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, totally. And that's such a good point because, you know, I'm a big believer that, like I said, we get to imagine and believe anything we want, right? People can, in certain jobs or certain, you know, life choices we make, People can tell you to wear a uniform or how to dress or how to do your work, but no one can tell you how to believe. Right. That's something you'll always, even if someone gets imprisoned, no one can tell that person how to believe what's going on in their mind. 
So you always get to believe what you want to believe. So why would you not believe the best? And a lot of people like you pointed at something out really great is they have this fear that what if I believe in something, but then I fail at it. I have this fear that I'll let myself down. But if you realize that that's the worst that could happen, the worst that will happen is you'll let yourself down, but it's okay because you can try again and you can try again. You can try again. If you continue believing in something enough, then you'll want to take the massive action until you manifest that result. And, you know, I talk a lot about having really big goals and big dreams because I feel like if I did it for myself, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I always encourage people to think big, to dream big, even if no one in your family does, your friends do. You can be that one person who does and who kind of carries everyone forward with your one belief because right. believing that big is going to allow you to push yourself beyond your own limits. And I think that's when life gets really fun and exciting. So true. And I think people also have, they think when they're starting their entrepreneur journey, they think, oh, what are the mistakes I should avoid, right? But yesterday I was listening to some of the speakers and they said, you don't have to avoid mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. All the people who are successful today have learned from their failures, right? So did you also make mistakes while you started this journey? And what were those mistakes? So many failures, so many mistakes, right? And that's something I talk about a lot too is I teach my students that we have to be willing to fail forward, right? And that failure isn't failure unless you actually give up. Or you, or you accept defeat, right? right? Failures are just little uh, learning lessons we get along the way to show us what to do. And so the journey of entrepreneurship, I mean, for me, I failed so many times. When I first started out declaring myself as a life coach, I remember launching my first webinar and it was super exciting and I was so driven. And so because I had this belief there, I took the action. I actually made my first two sales, my first hour as an entrepreneur. And it was life-changing. I had made my first $200 in one hour. And at that time, it was just, it was mind-blowing for me to realize that it didn't come from a paycheck or someone who, you know, handed me the money. It's something that I created with my mind. And so it was such a big win for me. And so I expected things to just get bigger and bigger and bigger from there. But they didn't. I ran into wall after wall. And there were lots of failures I had along the way. And lots of trial and error I had to go through to get to where I am today. But that's the thing. I never gave up. I never thought of all of those failures as an actual failure or something big enough for me to give up. And so if you're going to be in the journey of entrepreneurship, I talk about how you have to be willing to go through the fire, you know, and really come mm. out as this like amazing, you know, refined metal or diamond because, you know, you're going to have to go through the failures. You're going to have to go through the trial and error. Every single person does. A lot of times we look at people who have been entrepreneurs for very long, like decades, many years, and we compare ourselves to them and we say, look, it's so easy for them. Or they have five social media channels and they, they talk so well and they release this amazing content right. and, they do every, and they sell so easily. And what I always tell people is don't compare your beginning to someone else's end because you have no idea what their beginning was like, you know? And compare yourself to where you are now and where you were maybe a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. Stay in your lane, compare yourself to yourself and track your own wins and successes. Use people who are ahead of you as inspiration. But don't compare your beginning to someone else's end to make you feel bad because all of us have to go through trials and errors. I'm sure, you know, as my like next goal now to get from six figures to seven figures, as I progress in that, I know I'm going to have a ton more failures and I'm excited about them because I truly believe in the concept of failing forward. I don't believe there's any other way of really achieving success without failing forward. 
So what were your struggles, if you have to point out? Yeah, so there were so many. One was not making up my mind. <laughs> I really didn't make up my mind about whether or not I wanted to stay in a traditional career path or really go down the entrepreneurial path. And so I think indecision was a big struggle I had. And, you know, growing up, I was always someone who was taught to please people and be polite and be kind. And so caring a lot about what others thought of me, I felt like really I was holding myself back by doing that. But when I really started to care more about most about what I thought about myself more than anyone else, that's when I really started to take action from a loving place and I started to respect myself more. And I started to, you know, go into a better direction. And, you know, through that, even after that, some of the struggles <laughs> I continued to have were just, you know, realizing my self-worth as a human being, as an entrepreneur, because a lot of people talk about the whole imposter syndrome. And I don't like it calling it syndrome because it's not a disease, <laughs> thank God. But I totally get it because people say, well, as an entrepreneur, I don't feel like this expert. I don't feel like I can really help someone or sell someone. And I say, listen, you just have to be two steps ahead of someone else to help them. You know, you don't have to be someone who's been in the business for decades. If you're two steps ahead of someone else, they will be willing to get help from you and even pay you for it. And so for me, that was a big realization as well. Because in the beginning, I struggled with that just as much as any other entrepreneurs. How do you really make offers to help people? How do you believe in yourself enough and not have the imposter syndrome? One of the best ways to get out of that is to just continue practicing, is to continue believing in your future self, that future version of you who's already achieved that success and then okay. taking action from that place. And the more you believe and the more you take action, you make it a daily habit, a weekly habit, the easier and easier it'll be for that imposter syndrome to really go away. So those are some of the struggles that I dealt with. Also in the beginning, it was time management. When I started really scaling the business, obviously it was something that was a totally new world for me. And so I knew that I didn't want to become an entrepreneur who was working 80 to 100 hours a week. I didn't want to be the typical story of the guy who's, you know, making all this money on the outside and doing really well and helping people, but on the inside, he's burned out and miserable. I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to represent someone who can have it all and someone who can have balance and, you know, have time for relaxation and rest in his life too. And so in the beginning, one of the struggles I had was really figuring out how am I going to do this? How am I going to really get my work done when I see I'm going to get it done? And so that's when I had to become super disciplined with myself. And I had to really, you know, sit down, I had to make schedules and I had to show up for myself like I would show up for a job, you know, people won't just, you know, not show up for a job because they know they'll get fired if they do that. <laughs> but for some reason, as entrepreneurs, when we schedule excuses. things for ourselves, we'll find excuses because we know we're not going to fire ourselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so the minute I decided to get really strict with myself, like, no, you're the CEO of your own life. You have to show up for yourself as if you're showing up for a meeting with Tony Robbins or some big executive, that's when things changed. That's when I got super disciplined. And what I found was that the more disciplined I was with my time, I had so much more freedom. I had so much more free time than to do the things that I want. And I think as I'm growing my business, I'm trying really hard to, you know, have the balance and have the time management skills there so that as I continue to grow, those will be in place and I'll continue to have the life that I want to have. Because at the end of the day, there's no point in, you know, chasing this entrepreneurial goal if you're not going to have free time for yourself or if you're going to be burned out. And so I recommend everyone to like really like pause, take a step back and decide what's important to you. Like what things are important to you? Is it spending time with your family? Is it exercise? Is it sleep? And then figure out how you can really integrate all of that with your new entrepreneurial goals and tasks and make it happen. 
this reminds me of our mini launch episode where you beautifully tied keeping your why in front having impact and income as your goal dive deep into that vasi please <laughs> i want to hear more yeah. about that <laughs> yeah super important so i think that you know i was talking about how burnout really is fueled from an emotion it's fueled from our thoughts and so a lot of times when you're thinking positive things when you have the goal in front of you like for me it's my big why i think it's important for everyone to ask what their big why is why are you doing this at the end of the day right is it to make the money and why do you want to make the money is it to give yourself your family a better life is it to make contributions to people what like why are you doing it right really write those big why's down is it to make the impact is it to help someone who needs your help to show up for someone who really is waiting for you to show up So have a visualization a picture of that person in mind your big why the impact and the income every time it's time for you to really sit down and complete the task when you have your big why in front of you you'll be able to generate the positive thoughts and emotions that will fuel the work that you do and so you can work all day every day and if you're fueled by those positive emotions you'll never feel burned out but if you're coming from a mindset of scarcity if you're coming from a mindset of negativity and you don't remind yourself what your big why's are If you lose sight of why you're doing this in the first place, it'll just seem like you have to do task after task and you're not getting any results and this is never going to lead anywhere and you'll just get into this negative cycle and that's when you get burned out. That's when you start hating what you're doing. And so for me, it's super important to always keep my big why in front of me. I remind myself in the morning what my big why's are, who are the people I'm doing this for, what are my big goals, what am I trying to achieve here so that if I fail today, it's okay because i still have my big why's in front of me and any time i put in i know it's going to take me closer to those big why's that's so amazing you know if i have to tie it up together be the ceo of your own why and remind yourself every day to create impact and income how yes. does that sound <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing we have so much to learn from you so uh, Dr. Vasi, please tell our listeners what is one strategy you would use or advise our listeners to escape burnout. To escape burnout, one of the things that I would do really is to do a thought download. I love using that term. It's basically taking all the thoughts we have in our brain and writing them down on paper to really get conscious of what are you thinking that's maybe making you feel burned out. A lot of times, people will just jump. to the action to the things that they're doing that are making them feel burned out but i encourage to take a step back and actually look at your thoughts because that's where everything stems from our actions actually are fueled from our thoughts and so look at the thoughts that you're having and when you do this thought download write down all the thoughts the negative ones the positive ones the ones you don't want anyone to read the ones you're embarrassed by and then take a look at them and see what am i thinking here and you'll be amazed that you know sometimes you'll be thinking really negative things and that's why you're feeling burned out that's why you're feeling those negative emotions and so when you can identify the positive and negative thoughts you have and they're right in front of you on paper you can choose which ones you want to change you can choose which ones you want to keep thinking that are going to serve you and not make you feel burned out and then you can choose which ones you want to get rid of all the negative ones and so again if you write down your big whys as well on paper and you keep that in front of you you keep that you know on a piece of paper on your desk and so or it's a, if it's a picture of someone who inspires you either a family member you're doing this for or if it's a role model you have you want to model then that's always going to be a really good way to bring you back into a good place a positive place to avoid that burnout because once you have the thoughts in alignment with why you're doing what you're doing you're never going to feel burned out 
even if you put in a lot of time to something and it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to, you're always going to be willing to go at it again. You're going to be willing to go at it the next day because your big why is going to be in front of you. And when you do the thought download, when you really observe, write down your thoughts and you really see what they are, you'll be able to consciously choose which thoughts are going to serve you and propel you forward to take that action and which thoughts are going to hold you back and make you feel burned out. Is it similar to journaling? Or you would say journaling is different in writing down your goals to become successful entrepreneur would be different. It's very similar to journaling. Journaling, I like to think more about, you know, you're kind of just uh, writing as you go, whatever you're thinking. And it's more of a story. I think journaling, sometimes people will, will sometimes will write down what happened to them the other day or what they felt about it, a certain experience. Whereas thought downloads will just be, you're literally taking every single thought that comes into your mind for those right. 10, 15 minutes and you're writing them down. And, you know, in the beginning, this is actually a very scary exercise for people to do <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, we don't want to know what's in our brains, right? Our brains are a scary place. We don't want to know what's there. And so in the beginning, it's uncomfortable, but I really recommend it because you get to see what's, what's all going on in there. And, oh, that's the reason why I'm feeling burned out. It's because I'm thinking this thought. And how do I change that? And so I think that's been the biggest game changer for me. So it's like dive deep into the library of your own brain. Yes. Explore. Explore. And then you have to rewire, right? Sometimes there are like disbeliefs and fears and you have to say, no, I can do it. Remove that can't to can. So amazing. I can go on and on and on with you because you have so much information and knowledge. Uh, But this is all the time we have. Before we sign off, please tell our listeners where can they find you? Yes, they can look me up on Facebook. I'm pretty active on there right now at the time we're recording this. So just search Dr. Wasi. That's D-R-W-A-S-I, all one word. And they'll see a photo of me and Dean Graziosi as my profile picture. <laughs> so that'll be a clear indicator. And I'd love for them to follow me, add me as a friend, and that's where they can find me. Thank you so much. It's so amazing. I hope all our listeners enjoyed as much as I did. Become the CEO of your own entrepreneurship. Create an impact. Think about your why. So many amazing things. And imagine, guys, Dr. Vasi, physician, Studied medical how many years? Medicine. Oh, it was many years, probably nine years. <laughs> yeah, so now, oh my God, almost a decade. Almost a decade. Yes. He studied to become a doctor. And then when he became doctor, he decided he doesn't want to be a doctor. <laughs> so if he can do it, we can also do it. Just remember to stay focused, escape burnout, increase your productivity so you can stay in the game and reach the finish line of success, like Dr. Vasi. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. Vasi. Thank you. It was really a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you so much, KK. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends? So we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity, and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. 
This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.